Hello everyone, welcome back to our severe case of indecision and our completely biased opinions with Ian and Tyler. And you're listening to Sound Audits. How are we doing today, Tyler? So good. Welcome to 2020. We are now officially, this is the first podcast that we are recording in the new year. I think you're going to get one other one. We already released our uh, top 20 songs of the year list from last year. Go check that out because we're proud of our lists. But this is the first episode that we are actually recording physically in 2020. So hell yeah to that. We wanted to do something a little special and ironic, didn't we, Tyler? Yeah, but, super, super unique concept we're about to yeah do. this is original this is some original content we're about to fucking drop on you right correct so what we are reviewing today is not an album it is a compilation record so right off the bat this is not our usual uh rodeo but the compilation that we are reviewing tyler would you like to name drop small thinny hantana <laughs> anthony fantano of the needle drop this is the needle drops various artists record they released this what is the there is a oh the immigrant legal resource center that's the charity that most of the proceeds go to i don't know if they collect any part of it i don't know they collect money off of the streams they collect money off of the physical sales and shit like that the album itself the record like the the actual vinyl looks pretty sick it's half yellow half black love to put that in my collection that's yeah a, that's a sick looking vinyl it's fucking sick but this this album was in fact curated by the man himself anthony fantano he got all of the artists together he collected them all he was like yo send me a track for this fucking thing that i'm making and that they did and he's gotten a bunch of artists that he has previously reviewed very very positively part artists that he is personally a fan of artists that also i am personally a fan of some names here i was super super excited about polyphia was was one of them. Harden Murray, Zealand Ardor was another one. Street Sex, I was pumped for that. Shushu was on there. HMLTD is on there. Igloo Ghost is on there. Hell yeah to that. And there's also a lot of other bigger names on here. Uh, names that I'm not as familiar with, but am kind of now. Open Mike Eagle is featured on this project, as well as Oxbow, the post-punk outfit Oxbow, as well as Cult Crimes and Mark Kozlek, Uncommon NASA, Chong the Nomad. Anthony Fantano himself is on here with his alter ego, Cal Chichesta. <laughs> and he is the last track on this project. Are the songs on this only on this? They're not. Yeah, no, these are unreleased. It's for, it's for this project. It is for solely Got for it. this project. That, that is, I was wondering that, actually. Like, I wonder if the artists just completely forfeited the rights to their own music and were just like, here, it's yours I doubt now. it. It's probably just like, here, you know, good cause. Yeah. What if they wanted to play this live, is what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think you have a problem it with it in general, no. but I'm just wondering, like, the copyright laws that had to go into this. Well, I don't think it's like he owns it now. I don't know. Does he? Like, is it's that... still under their name. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Their but... labels would be pissed. That is, yeah, that's true. Never mind. Wow, that's a lot of contracts. Yeah, but then they don't make, I'm pretty sure the artists themselves don't make money off of it. Like, they couldn't. I don't think he's making money off of it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is all going to charity. Yeah. It's for a good cause, and I was excited going into this record. Uh, we're not really going to review this as a cohesive album. As of that fact, though, we were going to kind of go on a song-by-song basis. How good are the songs on this record? There is no concept. There's no because overlying it's all, theme. It's like, all different artists. It is all about the quality of of the actual music. How good is the music that Anthony Fantano, the man who kills careers himself, how good is the music that he put together on here? We shall soon find out, mm. shall we? I hope to kill careers one day. <laughs> 
like ha- be be so in among the podcasting community that whatever we say is dictates the music industry. <laughs> That's a that's a big dream. I mean, I, I was more on the side of, like, we find smaller artists that we really like, and then and we give them a boost. Destroy them. In, no, it, <laughs> fuck you. Boost in followers, you piece of shit. Make sure no one gets risen from the bottom. Yeah, I, we review my music, and it all gets tens, and I'm the only popular <laughs> artist. <laughs> uh, Ian no. Eilish. Ian Eilish? Yep. <laughs> You're the next one. <laughs> yep. Okay. I mean, are we ready? To, there's not much else to say about this project other than that. It's a lot of artists that he's reviewed positively. He's gotten them all on a project together. They've all agreed to it. The songs vary in length from five minutes to a minute and 50 seconds. We got a wide variety of shit on here, too. This is not one genre. There's post-punk. There's black metal. There's a lot of hip-hop, um, as well as alternative hip-hop. There's some kind of j poppy stuff with Haru, and there's also... So, um, technical metal, there's, I mean, uh, melodic metal, uh, as well as just straight up weird. There's some dance music on here. There's some lo-fi, IDM, I could go on. We've got a lot of genres covered here. Don't go into this without an open mind, I would say. Um, but are we ready to talk about the music, Tyler? Yeah, let's Let's, get into it. Let's talk about the music. (laughs) Hi everyone, Anthony Fantano here, the internet's busiest music nerd. Hope you're doing well. And this is a quick video to announce that today is a momentous occasion. Finally, Our charity compilation that has been building up to this moment is now out. It's out. It's here. Some of y'all may be thinking, what what charity compilation are you talking about? This one. It's real. It's here in the physical realm. And there are lots of fantastic artists on it that we have covered on this channel over the years. We have Open Mike Eagle on here, Polyphia, Haru Numuri, Zeeland Ardor, Oxbow is on here, Street Sects, with Nick Sadler in, Ligua Ignota, Shushu, Cult Crimes, HMLTD, Mark Kozlek is on here, Igloo Ghost is on here, Chong the Nomad is on here, with Stas the Boss of The Satisfaction fame, Uncommon NASA is on here, Calchu Chesta is on this business too. Shout out to Postlude Paradox for helping bring all of this together, doing a lot of that technical stuff that needs to be done to drop an actual record, get an album streaming on the internet, and also shout out to the charity, in the case of this charity compilation, the Immigrant Legal Resource Center. We will link you guys down below so you can check out them and what they do. Proceeds from this comp, purchases as well as streams, go to the Immigrant Legal Resource Center. Yay! This compilation here. Uh, it's 14 tracks long, I believe. Something around 40, 40, 50 minutes. It doesn't really matter that much. Like, yeah, it's 14 songs, 42 minutes. Okay. It was released in October, so we're a little late to the party. We've been thinking about doing this for a while. Just now getting around to it. But we figured that enough of this stuff was really great. Great enough to review it. Edge of New Clothes. Holy shit. What a, what a fucking way to open up the fucking... 
compilation, dude. Open Mike Eagle is very eccentric, and I'm not very familiar with his other work, unfortunately, to to say, but I kind of want to be now, um, because he's, dude, some of his vocal inflections and his off-the-wall production kind of reminds me of Danny Brown a little bit, kind of reminds me of what Danny Brown was doing on Atrocity Exhibition, just a little bit, not too much. It's a little trappier, not even that trappy. The hook is fan-fucking-tastic. Lying on the edge of the cliff. Dude. Dude, this, this is just a solid fucking track, and it's tight, it's like 2 minutes and 30 seconds. It is a good way to start off their album, okay? This is a good quality tone setter. He's been around like the exact same amount of time as Danny Brown, too. Has he really? Yeah, he put out his first track in the early 2000s, and he's, and he's like 40 years old. So really? He's very similar to Danny in that respect. Huh, I didn't know that. Do you want to um, start us off on the Polyphia track? Uh, yeah. I hate it. Yeah, no, I was super pumped for it, and we got it, here, and I was like, what the fuck is this? I understand if this is an outtake, and I understand that Fantano is a fan of, of theirs, so... It sounds like a song from the Pokemon TV show. <laughs> for a song that's that's on a, a record like this, I don't really want to listen to Pikachu theme music. It's, it's just really, not- really kind of generic, melodic... It's overblown. It's not exciting. It's not. No, it's not. It's about. It's exciting the first time you listen to it, and then after that, it's just all the novelty wears off. It's a minute and fifty-eight seconds, or something like that. There's still a lot of talent being displayed here, but like fully baked. Yeah. No, it was not. It's a little. uh, It's a little. uh, This one was a little rough. I was kind of disappointed. Kick in the world by Hard Murray. What Ian said. What the fuck? I listened... Okay, I listened to Harun Murray's 2018 record, right? Loved the fucking shit out of it, okay? Mm. She's... Dude, she... She makes such a great brand of kind of really cute lo-fi rock mixed with some indie music, mixed with some J-pop, mixed with some just regular pop music and electronic music and shit like that. Wonderful blend of all of those things, right? This is weird. (laughs) This is really, really interesting. I kind of, her delivery is a little kind of slurred, kind of. I liked a lot of the ideas on here and I can't really pin down what exactly it is that doesn't work about this track. Like the chorus seems a little out of place the massive fucking hits on the chorus are ridiculous and i like what she was doing with it it just doesn't fit in the context of the rest of the song for me as well as her delivery is again it's not slurred that was the wrong word it's the usual harwin murray kind of hyper erratic i'm not gonna say it off the wall it's it's her rap delivery and it's super fucking fast and shit like that but she seems like out of breath while she's doing it not that there's anything wrong with that it just i don't know it seems a little off that's what the, the, the entire track just seems a little off. I still like it overall, but it's not one of the stronger tracks on here. At least not for me. Not, okay, Tyler's giving me the stank eye like I'm a fucking I, idiot. I, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know what the song is. It's an entire ball of... What the hell? What? <laughs> I don't, I don't a, know. It's a little, it's a little fucky. I, you should listen to her. Her album was really good. Do you I do not I know. like it? I do not know if it's up your alley, but... Perfect. <laughs> That's what we're about over here at Sound Audio. It's giving you music that we uh, that you usually wouldn't listen to. Last coat of paint. Holy shit! Zealand Ardor. Okay, I listened to his album. He is a black metal mixing in with some fucking blues and soul and f- just actual 19 fucking 20s blue music blues music. Like we're talking fucking uh, Lead Belly blues music. 
I am all about his fucking style. This track is a minute and 58 seconds of fucking badass, dude. This is the most bad. I almost put this on my best songs of the year list. I was this fucking close because this song is so fucking badass that I like, holy shit. I cannot begin to describe the amount of badassery that <laughs> I've used the word badass about 15 times in the span of 15 seconds, but. The bass on this track is so heavy and so distorted, it's so crushing. And his delivery, especially, like, it's it's menacing as fuck. And he's kind of, like, he's on the more, like, religious, satanic side of things with his other albums. Not that I have too much of a problem with that. He's just really fucking menacing in general, I would say. But this track is just, it's a different wheelhouse, almost. This isn't too much black metal. This is more noise. It's intense. To me, it is. It's fucking ridiculous. And the chorus smacks, dude. I, the only problem I have with this track is it's, I wish it was longer. It, for the minute and 58 seconds that it's on, it's fucking amazing. It's incredible. Number five, host. <laughs> Oxbow. Again, this is more of a post-punk outfit. Kind of like in the wheelhouse of Proto Martyr or Ice Age. I don't know. This this track had some of the I thought best lyrics across it out of some of out of most of the songs on the project. Like there was one point where he was just like, or he said, um, "You like breathing? Then keep eating." And I was like, "Hmm, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> That's kind of funny." Uh, this, this track is kind of intense in a different way. The chords are real weird, and that's what I really like that about post-punk. It opens up a wide variety of structures and, um, the way you can use chords and melody and shit like that. I thought Oxbow did a pretty good job of it. It's kind of for post-punk. It's not, like, too far off. It's kind of far off, though. I liked it. I thought it was a pretty solid song. It, and this is like, what, five minutes or something like that? So it's kind of standard length. Yeah, it's five minutes. It's kind of standard length for a post-punk song. You basically know what you're getting into here. But I thought it was a solid track. Again, vocal delivery is super kind of like raspy in the form that post-punk usually is. The thing about post-punk that took me a while to understand is that the vocals are never going to be... You're never going to have a singer like Shawn Mendes on a fucking post-punk track, right? These guys aren't going to be the, sh the fucking Justin Bieber that you want them to be. They're not super on pitch all of the time. They're not like, they don't have an amazing amount of vocal prowess, but they're the, the thing about their delivery is it is gruff um, a lot of the times, and it's very, very blunt. A lot of times you have to get used to them not being completely on pitch, because that's the style of the music. That's what took me a while to get into post-punk. It, it took me a little bit to get past that barrier, but after you do, it's very gratifying, I promise you. For all of you who do listen to post-punk, good job. I am proud of you. Number six, Street Sex, with 14 frames, featuring Nick Sadler and Lingua Ignota. Ignota? I thought that this track was unlistenable. And this is where we're going to disagree. I know that. Lingua Ignota, yeah. I, I, think, I think that this song is a steamy <laughs> dumpster fire. It's such a mess. It's loud. It's unintelligible. It's it's not for me. This I am not the intended person to be listening to this. Now, the it's, loud... It's, it feels like it's trying to be edgy and accepted, and to me, it, it just... 
I want to shut the door in its face. I hate it. Now, I'm a fan of this kind of thing, and the noisy fucking grindcore noise punk that these guys dabble in, Yeah, this is my fucking shit. I know. Okay? Noise in general, I started getting into more noise stuff when I started listening to Nine Inch Nails with a downward spiral. Now, in terms of noise, that's a little bit tame. It's not the most it's not the noisiest thing in the world mr self-destruct is pretty noisy but i loved nine inch nails for a little while because that was like my parents favorite band growing up as well or in college as i've widened my vocabulary and taste in music i have grown to like noisier and noisier shit i finally got all the way through swans to be kind and i am so glad that i did i need to re-listen to that now different kind of noise rock though because this is some post-industrial black noise bullshit okay and it is unintelligible the guy screams his fucking brains out the mix is heavy and it's distorted and it's compressed to hell and i love it you cannot the the drums are huge the hits are enormous the thing that i think i like most about this song are the contrasting sections because you have this minute and 30 second monologue that this guy's just screaming his fucking brains out to and then it all, all opens up to this melodic beautiful like haunting children's choir and these kind of chimey uh sounds come in and the lingua ignota uh feature comes in on that half of the track as well and she's kind of in the background with her very very womanly kind of deeper toned voice and it's super fu- it's almost scary i loved the hell out of it because it's melodic uh and it's a great fucking contrast to the first part of the song it's beautiful i loved it this is one of the ones that i'm definitely coming back to honestly i fucking quality piece post-industrial noise rock uh turned um horror movie i loved it i thought it was great but that's just me number number seven shall we talk about number seven shoo shoo Yellow uh, candle. Did you did you hear the lyrics? <laughs> Hold on, I'll, I'll read. Bro, I'll, I'll read a second. Holy shit! Okay, be um, ungood, good, be ungood, good. Abyss always. Faggots are in your pet's food. Wait, what? <laughs> meow, meow. Rough, rough. Peep, peep. Discomfit. Violet idiot. Oh, fuzzy friend, it should have ended then. And it goes on and on to uh, Jimmy Goo, Bong Bamboo, Head Kitten Bag Cashews. Who the fuck knows what they're talking about? I honestly couldn't give a shit. It's entertaining as fuck. Shoo Shoo, I listened to bits and pieces of their last record. I couldn't, I, I have to confess, I could not get all the way through it uh, in my current state that I was in earlier on in the year. So I need to go back and listen to the entire thing. But the first track off of their latest album, I think the... Girl, I think it's called Girl with Basket of Fruit. Or maybe that's just the first track on there. I can't remember. I know it is the first track on there. But that song is batshit insane. You can't pin down what genre they are in. Oh, it does say faggots are in your pets. <laughs> maybe Apple Music is screwing up. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's what they said. That could be an artistic statement. I we swear don't know. that I heard it and I was like, what? And then I looked and I was like, they did say that. And then it's this big O, big O, big O, and he's just screaming. And it's this really kind of lo-fi, kind of ambient towards the end. There is no structure to the song. It's kind of free-flowing. It's three minutes of what in the hell did I just listen to? It's really super interesting. Even if it's not your cup of tea, I think it's a really interesting experience just to have, just to say that you listen to it. It's been in your ear canals, and whether you like it or not, it has been there, it has left, and you can now say that it has. Because I still can't make heads or tails of this song. This this is like, what in the hell? What in the Sam hell did I just listen to? 
I Am the Devil, Cult Crimes Featuring Code Break. This is some more noise shit. Are you going to like this one, too? I didn't like this one as much, actually. Yes. I just thought that this one wasn't, wasn't impressive, and it, it felt like the screaming was really forced. It did feel like the screaming was forced a little. I don't know. I Maybe I just wasn't a fan of the way he was screaming. The instrumental was actually better than I thought the last noise one was. It was a bit more eerie for me, which if, it I'm, is eerie. if I'm going to that. listen to something like this, I want it to inherently be some dark shit but like the first 30 seconds ruined it for me it was just it was a the first 30 seconds done. are a little bit tedious it kind of sounds like zombies getting resurrected that's, i don't that's really I, what not the that, song is yeah well i don't necessarily have a problem with the way he does it it's more of the context that he sits in and the way it, it's it's very haunting yes i just feel like it's a little out of place maybe that's just me though maybe maybe that's just us i thought it was a fairly solid song it just didn't do it for me as much as some of the other tracks on here did so, uh, track nine, uh, HMLTD with Gloria. Um, this was a little wild. This was a change up. This is more of a fucking club number. And I, I listened to their, uh, debut EP. I think it was a debut EP. Uh, and they have a new album coming out soon as well. I would keep on the lookout for that because these guys, uh, hailing from Britain make a very, very strange brand of, electronic music in a way but also they have a lot of god it's it's electronic music and with some pop in there but it's really off the off the deep end and i mean this is still pretty off the deep end this is an interesting song in that it is literally one chord the entire song and while that may sound like hell it's actually not as bad as you would think i thought this was a pretty good song um in in and of itself it wasn't like super offensive or anything like that it wasn't as out there as a lot of the other songs on here were but it's a <laughs> it's a bob your head kind of thing um it was funky yeah it was it. funky with a drive and kick drum and the the bass that kept along with it and kept it moving and shit and the guy's vocal delivery i like the guy's vocal performances across their music i think the guy's eccentric as hell and i, I kind of like it that about them they are somebody that i would keep an eye on in the future because um we are definitely going to be reviewing their next album hopefully worth reviewing which i have high hopes that it is so i, I would keep on the lookout for these guys okay. yeah the harp song by mark kozlek i do not know much about mark kozlek honestly i don't so. know anything about him good we're in the same boat then perfect um so this is the qualified only... to talk about it <laughs> this is this is the only instrumental track on here which again is a nice he throws in all the left hooks at the end which is weird like all the noise and post-punk is in the first half and then the second half is just random shit did you realize that i don't think there's any order here no there is no order just alphabetize <laughs> <laughs> no it, it's not even that but i i don't know i liked the hell i love the hell out of it I thought it was a solid, well, well-written, well-produced, kind of ambient, acoustic track. I thought it was great, honestly. I just think it was... I was impressed with the way it was written and... Conceived. Yeah. There's not much to say about it other than that. It's just... It's a pretty... It's a pretty track. Great job. Great Eagle job, Ghost. Mark Kozlek. Oh, 11... Track 11. Igloo Ghost. Another uh, mitten 52nd fucking burner of a song. Igloo Ghost has a very, very energetic and kind of the... Uh, I don't know. How do how would you describe it? Kinetic, in a way? Yeah, his his music is very tactile. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's um very all over the place, to put it plainly. It usually is cohesive. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, through and through. He makes one of the most 
insane, off-the-wall, schizophrenic brands of IDM I've ever heard in my life. I do not know how he organizes his songs, because there has to be hundreds and hundreds of samples in all of his fucking maps when he's creating a song. I have all of the respect in the world for this guy and his production style, because it must take hours. Um, and it's insane because like I've watched him do it and the, all he needs is a laptop keyboard and internet connection and he is set it's the most just, ridiculous thing it's not it's not like when you see like Skrillex or like Dead Mal 5 where they sit in this giant room with all of the processors and and you know boards on the walls with all these dials that they can craft whatever they want he just sits down with his keyboard and his software and that's it and, and he this creates is the product and this the is the most like, intricate brand exactly of idm that i've ever heard in my life it's a complex madness every time and that's exactly what the song is for a minute and 50 seconds and i could not be happier honestly it's it's an igloo ghost track and that's that it's fucking insane and i love it <laughs> it's called right. great jab by the way and it's it's ridiculous it's awesome what's what's track number 12 is it under velvet Chong the, the nomad, nomad with Stas the Boss. What did you think of this? I was like kind of thrown for a loop here. Because this is the only track of its kind on the entire fucking compilation. With its kind of alt RB, it's almost got a, like a lo-fi hip-hop vibe. Kind of alt electronic alt RB kind of fused together. It's really, really interesting the, the way he did it. It's lo-fi as shit. But he did some really interesting things with pitch shifting on this song, which I really enjoyed. Check. I thought it was super. I thought it was a super quaint. Fuck you. Um, kind of, kind of cute in a way. Um, with some of her higher vocal. I don't know. I don't want to call them chops. They're kind of, they're kind of just sitting there. This is not one of the more like blow your head off kind of songs it's kind of laid back and like calm after the storm kind of thing the tumultuous storm that was this fucking compilation i didn't have much of a problem with it it just threw me for a fucking loop because there's nothing else on here like it but i thought it was a kind of cute it's not particularly like super well written or anything or paced it was cute i liked it for the time i was on it's probably not one of the tracks that i'd go back to most off of here but it's it's not bad i liked it Voided. Voided, number 13, by Uncommon NASA. I have no idea who the hell these guys are, even still. And I think I think that this is kind of their style. Like, their, the vocal processing and stuff is weird. The way they do it is strange. I don't know. For this coming in at track 13, they covered some difficult topics in, like, police brutality and... Yeah, they did. And unjust society and racism and all of these yeah. things. And I was... That's why the following track is what it is. Yeah, they I, had a they had to balance out the totem pole. And the, yeah, the they, this one was truly one of the heaviest uh, the heaviest songs on here. Yeah, uh, in just a different in way content. Yeah, in context and content, it just he he traveled in some uh, deep dark territory that I uh, honestly wasn't prepared for. But you know what? Did it pretty well. Um, and it's kind of off the wall. The instrumental isn't super out there or anything. It's it's kind of, but it doesn't travel as far as some of the other tracks on here have that's fine though honestly the the lyrical content makes up for it and the performance and delivery does as well and it's not that the instrumental is bad it's not bad it's pretty good um so track 14 we've made it here ladies and gentlemen who wants to step foot into the water that is this song track 14 is calchichesta rubber duck pickup truck <laughs> what the fuck how could you even say that with, with a, a straight, straight face? face i don't god damn it 
So for those of you who aren't very familiar with Fantano, I'm going to paint a picture for you. He started, I think, late 2000s on his YouTube channel, and somewhere along the line, he had the wonderful idea of creating an alter ego in the form of Calchuchesta or his roommate, is kind of what he's branded as. And he's this much pudgier, uh, squinty, kind of annoying, but in a kind of funny, cute way. Nasally. Yeah, he's... uh, He's an interesting fellow, and it's this character that uh, Fantano over the years has kind of developed. He'll he'll make an appearance every once in a while. He hasn't in a while uh, in one of his videos, but he'll he'll show up in his videos sometimes, uh, just as a visual or a visual gag and shit like that because he's funny as sh- funny looking as shit. Fantano's brand of comedy is very kind of off kilter and kind of subtle. In a way, that's kind of his shit. But uh, this character, his alter ego, is. Also a music producer. Uh, he makes music. <laughs> of course. Which is really funny. And he's made music about taking poops, food, as well as not going to parties, I think, like that, and stuff like that. Don't talk like, to him. Dumb shit. Real dumb shit. And this is about how he has a rubber duck and a pickup truck. And that's literally the entire lyrical content of the rubber song. Rubber duck in his pickup truck. It's hilarious. It's kind of funny, and it's auto-tuned. It sounds ridiculous. The instrumental is fucking ridiculous. It's trappy, kind of, uh, with the uh, large 808s in the background. It's <laughs> it's just, after an album like this, this is the perfect note to end off on. Like, the just the most carefree uh, kind of attitude to end off on, and I don't know. I, I thought the, the note of comedy in here was nice if this isn't your kind of humor and you don't get it i could imagine you probably not liking this song because it's gonna be probably i could see some people thinking it's cringy but i thought it was kind of cute and funny so and it's literally just him repeating basically the same phrase throughout the entire song it's pretty funny to me but that's just my dumb sense of humor it's fun 42 minutes 14 songs i like the majority of the material on here yeah. It's this was not it's a bad positive. This is not a bad experience at all by any means. And I honestly think that the record is worth buying. Um but uh do we need a little we, shall we do an outro with our our overall feelings? Let's do that. Here we are. Here we are. This was not a bad compilation. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I enjoyed a lot of it. If you were to... And I'm glad. I'm if, really super glad. If you were to curate a compilation, is this what yours would look like? No. Really? No. I would put a little more detail into like structuring it and pacing and spacing it a little bit. Not just I, a list of songs. Yeah. I, that's kind of one of the problems that I had with it overall. Is that it, it wasn't like an album? No. Is that even though it is a compilation, you can kind of, in a way, structure it. Putting certain types of, because some of the songs on here are more similar than others, right? And a lot of them are close together. I feel like you can space them out a little bit more. Maybe that's just me, though. That's not really going to affect my grade or anything like that. It's just, that's a nitpicky thing. The content on this is pretty much quality throughout the entire thing there are only like one or two that i would say weren't like weren't great um there were only two to me that were unlistenable and you loved one of them so yeah yeah rip 
I I think that I think that this is a pretty good fucking compilation. You know, it's going to charity, so hooray. Thank you, Van and Pano. Yeah. And what would you contributors? Rate? I think I would give it a B grade. I think I would give it a seven. Like a straight seven? Yeah. Fair. <laughs> I'd give it like you? an eight point one, eight point two, something yeah. like that. Like for a compilation for the material on here, fucking good. I give you two thumbs up. I feel like I can and make, a pointer finger. I think I can make a better compilation if I had like if I could like get people to cooperate with me. I'm sure that's like the hardest part because I'm sure there's tons of people he wanted to that just like aren't interested in him. Either you know? that or they wanted to and they had problems with their label or there were complications yeah, along whatever. the road. Other other like I could imagine how hard this would be to put together. And for the effort that I'm sure went into this, I'd say that he did a good job. Can you imagine your material being owned by a label, like, as you're creating it? I don't want to sign to a record label. Like, if I ever get approached by one, I'm sure I would. But, like, that's yeah, kind of Yeah, do you like money? <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> but, mean... But, like, at the same time, it's like... But at the same you time, know. you know that, like, every single... Almost every single record label is going to rape you. <laughs> as well as you have to sign tenures and contracts that last for so long and if you break the code of like a single part of it then you're fucked um and your entire yeah. career is fucked uh tyler actually has a story about one of his favorite band luna right luna got oh fucked. yeah this is a side rant but we can talk about it go ahead um just how labels screw artists labels are the reason oliver tree hasn't put out an artist he's been trying to and put out album. he's been trying to put out his album for the past two years has all had all these songs ready and they're they're letting him release a single every six months and then repeat eps so like it's not his fault what's going on i didn't know that. that actually yeah i learned that from listening to h3 luna was a band is a band. 90, is a band. 90s through early 2000s, and they were fairly popular. They got some radio play with songs like California All the Way and um, Indian Girl and stuff like that, but they were playing decent-sized clubs all the way up to 9.30. They played 9.30 Club like twice a year, so spring and fall. And really, as a band, touring was the only way, way that they could make money because they could sell merch. Merch was the only way that they could make money. They had a record, or they had a, they were signed to a label and all that they put out a few albums, label kept almost all of the money. They didn't make any money from actually creating the music, went to clubs, and because of their size, they didn't make any money from selling alcohol because they weren't bringing in enough people to actually make a substantial amount from alcohol. The only way that they could make money was from merch. And they wrote an album, and their label turned them down, said it wasn't good enough. They weren't allowed to put out that album. They just... They were so frustrated and weren't making money to sustain any sort of lifestyle outside of living in a van. And they just, they just stopped. They, they quit. And lo and behold, they are back, back in 2019 and now 2020. And they're finally making money off of their shit. And they're doing all right. So, which is great. They have a label that supports them. That's why you need to read the fine print. If you're a small artist and uh, somebody approaches you with a contract, I would say get a lawyer. And look at it with a lawyer. Saul Goodman, attorney at law. <laughs> Saul Goodman. <laughs> Moral of the story is record labels screw you over. But that was our uh, review of Anthony Fantano's compilation. Fuck you, Fantano, for not putting Igor as your number one album of the year. And you put Charlie XCX's album. That was a good album, but Igor was better. Fuck you, Igor you know was it. better. There's no doubt in my mind. But anyway... 
I digress. Um, thank you for listening. We have new episodes that'll be coming out at the usual time, Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard. Tyler, you want to tell them about uh, uh, the thing? The thing? Yeah, you can donate to us if you would like to support our podcast and Ian and I. Uh, the money's just going to go back into the podcast, so quality will improve. We might get better software. We might get better microphones. It's going to be super cool. Uh, we don't really make any money from this, so anything that you could donate as low as 99 cents, that would be incredible. If you'd like to do so, you can go to our Instagram page at Sound Audits Podcast. Click the link in the bio, or just go to anchor.com slash soundaudits. It's that easy. You can donate to us. Again, thank you for listening. Go follow the uh go follow fantano and go look at his reviews because he's pretty good i agree with a lot of what he says and he's very very knowledgeable very very knowledgeable person and i would go check him out support him go support some of the artists on here go listen to their stuff because that's good exposure go check out the charity as well uh donate if you're able or willing and or willing um and go follow us thank you for listening we will see you uh all very very soon hope your 2020 is going well so far Here's to a new year full of opportunity and death. Thank you. Goodbye.